tall girls can get away with not being as slim. Hello and welcome to episode number 87 of Unrelenting and it's Friday the 13th. Gene, the world's burning down and all of a sudden the Russians aren't the worst people in the world. Woo! I know, right? I uh, I had lunch with my uh, Adam, Adam, I can't talk, with my Arab neighbor yesterday and uh, high-fived them because uh, we did the switch off. See, right. Right, the, the world are, goes from between hating Russia slash USSR and hating Arabs in the Middle East. And so, you know, we take turns. So the Russian restaurants are back in Austin, but the, yeah, all, all the Middle Eastern places are shutting down again. That's <laughs> uh-huh. just how you know. It depends on which mm-hmm. flag that you've got flying in front of your mm-hmm. house or, you know, on your social media platforms. Who you are supporting today or not supporting exactly. today. Yeah. People are going so absolutely insane about this that candace swanapuel you may know her as the south african victoria's secret supermodel awesome chick very pointy chick if you want to use the larry blydnerism made a donation to the save the children fun charity whatever it is what and how dare she i know and people took this as will you support hamas it's like wait Mm-hmm. How? How? People financially are sounds like. Uh-huh. Because Save the Children is one of those charities that you're like, oh well, of course they're a terrorist organization. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I never really know too much. There is I mean, a- it's not a terrorist organization. I it, I think that's a little misnomer. But it it's definitely a child trafficking organization. Well, no I, question about they're, that. They're trying to get the children out of the bad places. They're I have no... literally selling children to rich people. Oh, well, <laughs> traffickers. Gene at SirGene.com. Oh, hell yeah. I'll stand by that one, man. That's there's no two ways about it. There's a bunch of documentaries. If there's a lot of traffickers. Lawsuits. Save the children. They're the yeah. traffickers. Mm-hmm. Wow. Save the children for use by rich people. Yes. That's a longer URL. I think maybe you're thinking of a different organization. Nope. Pretty much the same one. But mm-hmm. the BLM folks all of a sudden are, wait, 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 BLM Chicago, they're not a part of us because BLM Chicago did post a, whether you want to call it a meme or just a picture yeah. of one of the people hang gliding into, and I'm guessing it was just a drawing. Maybe it was real. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. Either way, it was representing somebody hang gliding into Israel mm-hmm. and BLM says we support Hamas. Right. Well, that was BLM Chicago, and all of a sudden, the rest of BLM went, whoa, 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 because while I'm sure they probably do support Hamas, they don't want that kind of heat. They've been making a lot of good money. It's been a good grift. The rest of BLM, because literally BLM in every city put out stuff like that. So which BLM exactly is it that's not I only saw Chicago. Which other BLM had? Because I'm I'm not doubting it. Okay, so they had the same Mm -hmm. thing. Which is, I think, the second biggest BLM. So it's everybody except the people that are in charge of the global one who are like, well, we still want to keep grifting people. Uh-huh. So stop, uh-huh. stop that. Don't let that. Although they were the ones straight up front. And I'm sure we talked about that here at length. That was like, well, we're a communist slash a 
socialist yeah. organization yeah. Mm-hmm. who want the uh, dis- dissolution of the American nuclear family because that's racist and bad. Mm-hmm. But yet all of these companies and I know people love when we mention big Bill O'Reilly, but he had a list of all the companies that gave money to BLM last mm-hmm. night. And it's like, did you get what you paid for? That's really the only question. Yeah. When you when you knee jerk and send money to an organization that has not been vetted, that has not been around for a long time. You sent them a lot of money. Did you get what you pay for it? When companies like Coca-Cola, you sent mm-hmm. millions of dollars to them. And now they're like, hey, we support terrorism. Yep. Well, we knew that. well done, Coca-Cola. Well done. Big Sugar is one of the main terrorist organizations out there. Well, yeah, they are, they're trying to kill us very uh, slowly. Yeah. And they're doing and a they're pretty good job with the drug companies who sell overpriced drugs to battle the diabetes. Well, you have to. You have to give somebody the diabetes so you can sell the very mm-hmm. expensive Hell yeah. solution for diabetes. Yeah. But at least now the Russians, nobody's talking about the Russians. You know, when when playing a video game like Cyberpunk 2077 feels more normal than turning the news on, something's wrong. Well, it's because the news is not the news that we had when we were growing up you and i no no back in the 1930s it was very different propaganda was there i'm sure mm-hmm. but not as prevalent yeah and it's interesting that they're going after elon and i think mm-hmm. that's obvious that that's just a personal oh, thing yeah. totally. because there was an article that said the eu was going to be looking into how this terrorist propaganda spreads online. I'm like, what do you mean how it mm-hmm. spreads online? It's social media. That's what it does. Yeah. That's what it's designed to do. There's no money and that needs to be by propaganda they mean all like the BLM messaging. Yeah, well they anything mm-hmm. that they don't like is propaganda. Otherwise the rest of it should be protected under free speech. If they agree mm-hmm. with it, it should be protected, but everything else has to be silenced. And that is one of the hardest things for people to understand. When you talk about free speech, that is not something that comes without consequences. That means that if somebody wants to stand up, if you want a you know terrorist organization, they're going to put out their message. You let them put out their message. Yeah. You don't yeah, but, remove but it. No country actually supports free speech. This is probably true. I mean, there's some I that can't say they do, one. but. They don't. I mean, America was the one that everybody turned to in the past. But that has now been completely politicized. And we saw America this. has tons of banned speech. Well, we can't yell fire in a crowded theater and all that. No, which is bullshit because you can. But that well, people right. This is the, the concept. It's like, well, you can, but there are repercussions. But it's like there are repercussions for everything Mm -hmm. when it comes down to it so you can yell fire in a crowded theater and then that's that's great kind of the point is that uh free speech means you're allowed to say things that other people may not like yes or they're that are completely 100 percent untrue there is no law that says lying through your teeth is illegal well unless you're selling something there is a certain amount of that that is true <laughs> there are laws that but then you could still say it but then it. there's protections for people to return it and and all you can get sued through your ass if you're a drug company since that's mm-hmm. a good 
example. Well, except the drum companies have exemptions, so they don't get sued. But yes, for some things they do. I mean, for the vaccines, oh, what do they you do mean for, for some, some other things? things this they point, don't. There are no products other than vaccines being developed by drug companies, and vaccines are all exempt. There are no other drugs being no, produced no, by drug companies. They're not developing anything that doesn't that can't be called a vaccine anymore. So you're going to have well because it falls vaccine, into the category of they can't have, go after you for it. Yeah, you're, you're going to have a broken bone vaccine. You're going to have all <laughs> kinds of vaccines coming out because there's zero liability there, and they put they put, can a, get they put a cast without on doing you? any real testing. Are cast vaccines now too? I think you may be required to take a vaccine in order for the cast to work. That would go well. Mm-hmm. Sign here to say you won't sue us. Yeah, pretty much. And it's one but, of those. But systems. what's even better than that? Just not being able to sue because the courts won't take the case. Well, or we'll always side with one side. So it's yeah, great. But that's you have still, the that, you have the ability to sue a doctor, but if the courts right. come down on the sides of the doctors, ninety nine point nine percent of the times, and suing yeah. a doctor is not going to do much for you. Yeah, but that but that's still ninety nine point nine. But if they literally well, you say, the well, you cannot sue these drug companies because they have an exclusion, that's a hundred percent. But that's the illusion that you can. That's why they never want to do it 100%. They always want to make it seem like, no, no, you're safe. Oh, no, no. They do want to do it 100%, which is why they have immunity. Immunity to lawsuits. Well, just like you had diplomatic immunity down in Costa Rica. It was like, whatever Gene does, they can't touch him. Hey, man, that diplomatic immunity cost me a pretty penny with having multiple bodyguards. Well, this is true. Mm-hmm. Because they still can't stop people from wanting to, you know, chop Do off you, your head. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's the rub. It's like, uh-huh. well, okay, legally we can't do anything to you, but it's mm-hmm. one of those systems that eventually everything takes care of itself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like the war in the Middle East. That'll be over any day it now. There'll will, be peace. I mean, it's there's no real reason for it to be there, so it'll probably be over in a matter of days. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sure. It's not a distraction for anything else. No, no. This is not a, uh, you know, you look at what happened with Ukraine Mm -hmm. and the proxy war the United States was having with Russia. Mm -hmm. Well, now you just have Iran having a proxy war with Israel. Yeah, Yeah, except that it's not Iran, except it's it's Russia and China having a proxy war with the United States through Israel. Is that how it's working now? Oh, I thought you were going there. Sorry, did I get ahead of the story here? I'm just making the connection that you have. Yeah. No, this is this literally is it. This 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 whole thing, and I actually uh, texted Adam about this the day that it happened. It's like, oh, let, well, let's see how how much the U.S. enjoys being involved in the proxy war in Israel. Uh, that uh, that you know they're effectively doing to Russia in Ukraine because is, Israel yeah. is as close as you can get to the united states without being in the united states yes it is a strong ally what's kind of surprising it's, no, to me it's not that a strong ally it's a 51st state well it is not officially if israel gets attacked america cannot not act and even joe biden who you know is beholden to the radical left that yeah. seems to support hamas on yeah. a pretty large percentage even mm-hmm. he couldn't come out and be like fuck nope. israel no can't do it so it's uh it's really tit for tat and uh it it it, 
it accomplishes multiple goals. And I've, I've said this on, uh, well, to a few folks anyway, but all you have to do is evaluate a situation based on who it benefits. Does this situation benefit Israel at all? No, definitely not. Does it benefit, uh, the Palestinian people? Nope, definitely not. There's going to be a lot more of them hurt. Um, does this benefit Iran? Uh, not really because there's an actual risk of Iran getting hit with nukes. So I don't think it benefits Iran. It's too close for comfort. Well, you're also assuming though that everybody involved here is completely logical in their decision-making. And I'm not sure that's the case, but if you look at the people that instigate things, they tend to be logical and it does it benefit the United States to be involved in a conflict in the Middle East once again. No. It depends on who you're trying to distract from what. Uh, because does this help? Does this help Joe Biden? Because it's like all of a sudden, no. oh, he's a strong president because he came out. Well, Joe Biden was already going to have troops on the ground in Ukraine so that he was a wartime president and couldn't do anything about it. Now he's going to have troops on the ground in Israel. I don't know that there's a big difference. Either one would be troops on the ground. And I don't think either one is going to be perceived by Americans as our war. But. Um, then you move over to the other side which is BRICS. does this benefit russia well yeah because it distracts america from focusing on ukraine to focusing on somebody they have no choice but to focus on ukraine is an optional ukraine is what you do when you have nothing else going on right well right ukraine's the israel girl you're dating until not the good optional. girl comes right israel <laughs> is a mandatory and so now, if they want to do both, it places a much higher tax burden on the United States citizen to support two different wars in two different places, a European war and a Middle Eastern war. Does it benefit China, who the United States has been aggressively trying to stir the pot up with the uh, reunification of China in Taiwan? And uh, of course it does, because now... Oh, does the U.S. want to commit a bunch of troops to Taiwan now and uh, harass uh, China over there with their uh, exercises? In well, the, there's only so many troops. You only, only have so many places you can uh, put your pieces on the board. We're at the lowest number of U.S. recruits yes. coming in this year in over a decade. Well, and, and the military has been, just like the police, has with this administration has been defunded that was one of the reasons when i like trump, how you say the police uh-huh that they came in when uh, trump came in was like with well, the military has been gutted he needs mm-hmm. to rebuild he put a lot of money into the military mm-hmm. helped rebuild the military the minute biden came in that went back in the other direction again yeah. yeah so you combine those things and this is great for china this is great for russia now i'm not saying that they necessarily were behind it but they sure as hell could have been because they both can manipulate Iran into doing whatever the hell they want. Because now, Iran is a client state of both China and Russia. It, the it Wall has, Street Journal was the one that reported that Iran was behind this, that they were the money behind it, that they were helping train for this over the last you know months before yeah, that is it happened. literally just. That's not reporting. That's conjecture. But yeah. Well, and that's the question of is is there proof behind this or not? And if there is, because there's two competing things. The other 
you know, the CNNs of the world are like, nope, nope, nope. Iran didn't have anything to do with it. So the media is fractured here. And it's not a surprise when the media is fractured when it's a far left and far right. But the Wall Street Journal is not a far right organization. It's right ish as far as newspapers go. Well, it's fair mostly as far as newspapers go and doesn't necessarily hold into one bias. I mean, everybody's got some kind, but it'll be interesting to see if there is any proof behind that. I'm not sure it really changes anything except for the people that want to point to, well, Joe Biden just gave that six billion back to Iran. And all of a sudden it's like, well, one, I think that was too quick for this to have materialized in that period of time. But I guess it is something the case can be made that you now know those funds are going to be there, even though they haven't been released yet. And it's like, well, can can the United States pull those back and not give them to her? Because I guess they're in some bank and gutter yeah. cutter. How do you say it? gutter or cutter? I've heard both cutter cutter. Well, there that's where the money is and it could allegedly still be held back. But I don't really see that happening. But there's a lot of moving pieces with this, which is the Russia Ukraine thing way simpler, which is why a lot of people, I think, jump behind it because the story was, well, Russia bad, Ukraine good. Mm -hmm. There were very Mm -hmm. few people telling the other side of that story where this man, the world is split on who's the good guy and who's the bad guy here. Yeah, absolutely. And there are no good guys. Well, there's never any there's never any clean guys. That's for sure. Mm -hmm. Everybody thinks they're righteous, especially when it gets down to religious states. Exactly. And that's essentially what you have is. um, Now, we always like to say Israel is the only democracy in the Middle East, except that Israel is a theocracy. It's going to be fun to watch. I mean, this is. uh, Anybody can say, and they did, going into the Donald Trump presidency, I would love to get a supercut of all of the media talking heads. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, Donald Trump, a president, he's going to get us into wars all around the world. Mm-hmm. It was the most peaceful four years the yeah. world has had in my lifetime. Absolutely. And the minute the Biden administration came in, wow, it's amazing that Putin waited for that to go into Ukraine. And now the Middle East. Well, why is that happening now? Yeah. And I would say the case could be made that for all of his boisterousness, Donald Trump, from some of the stories that I've read, was very much a... uh, a mafia don if we can use the don when he's don but he has that mentality that these stories are when it came to isis how did he keep isis in check well he mm-hmm. met with them and said if you fuck around i'm going after your families i'm not even gonna wait i'm not gonna if anything happens here i'm going after your families very much like out of a mob story but mm. that works That works if you go after what people hold the most dear, which is why the kind of stuff, the kind of comments you're getting out of asshole Bernie Sanders now about what's going on in Israel, which is, well, you know, anybody that targets civilians, that's that's terrorism. You can't do that. Well, how do you not target civilians Mm -hmm. 
in a case like this where the one side just came in and you know what they did? They absolutely targeted civilians. This is so disingenuous when the side and I would you know guess that Bernie Sanders would support Israel since he's Jewish, but I guess he's a Democrat. So that means he's more liberal, which maybe he's a Hamas guy. Yeah, I probably is a Hamas guy. I think that there, this is where the squirming starts is that which base does he want to lose? And there are a lot right. of people like him. Does he want to lose his ultra left wing base that totally supports Hamas? Or does he want to lose his liberal Jewish base, which supports all the socialist causes up until it deals with Israel. Right. And then they support Israel. So he's got to pick, pick one. And I'm sure that, uh, he's trying to straddle like all of them do, but ultimately somebody gets pissed off or both sides get pissed off, which has happened in the past with politicians as well. When they try to straddle the oil industry, but also the, the, the activists, against you know damaging the environment right and it's like no dude you gotta pick one you you can't pretend that you're on both sides at the freaking same time well you don't get to go well okay so these hamas folks they just went after a bunch of citizens but you retaliating no no you can't do that well that how did that's not how war works that's because, why war has yeah. never been just armies killing armies. That's why civilians get killed, because that is what stops people from continuing the madness. Uh, yeah. And and I think also, I think people are kind of they don't understand what the word terrorism means. Uh, terrorism is exactly what happened in this instance with Hamas actions, because what they're trying to achieve is not a military victory. What they're trying to achieve is to gain support of other nations by making Israel do an overreaction. Right. And that's the, that is the key word we're hearing with a lot of these talking heads talking about this. Now that was, that was a great grammar league, uh, talking heads, talking. It's the proportionality is the key word that I'm hearing over and over again. Well, yeah. Israel has to re- you know, respond, but they have to do it proportionally to what happened to them. And it's like, well, what is that? What is that? Bernie Goldberg? It's said, not one to one. I'll tell you that. No. Well, and you look at what happened on 9-11 to the United States and people are making that comparison. I'm not sure if that's a good one or not, but the comparison being. The amount of people that were killed on 9 11 in yeah, the United States. People died in the United States, or however many it was. I can't remember the exact number. It was like numbers. 3, or so. 3,000, and then we killed 3 million. And in this case, that 3,000, that percentage of the population with what just happened in Israel. Oh, would it's be, like 300,000, yeah. It would be, well, I think the uh, number that Bernie Goldberg used was like 40,000, but that's still a lot of people compared mm-hmm. to, well, if the United States, this is equal to 3,000, that's. You know, if you do the math, 40,000, the same percentage of the base of people in Israel. Yeah. And well, what is a proper response? And it would seem that the response that Israel is having is, yeah, better leave Gaza because we yeah, are going Gaza's to level. Gone. It's uh-huh. gone. Yeah, exactly. And I, this this is historically appropriate. Whenever there is a um, 
an attack, you can't have an equivalent response because all that does is create a forever war. Uh, It's the Hatfields and McCoys, right? They're just shooting targets of opportunity one at a time and it never ends. We go back to that movie on again, the mob with uh, Sean Connery, where you send one of mine to the hospital. I send two years to the morgue or whatever that quote Mm -hmm. is. Yeah, that's how it works in war. There was a uh, back in the 70s, there was a period in time where the Italian mafia provided some protection and uh, their response was a three to one. So if if one of our guys gets hurt, uh, then three of your guys end up being dead. And that that type of ratio tends to discourage attacks. Yes, because if you know you're just getting a slap on the wrist, it's like crime in the United States right now. If you know you're not going to be prosecuted or you're going to have a slap on the wrist and you're going to get to walk out like, well, what's the I just stole a new iPad and they're going to make me go down to the jail mm-hmm. and I, I get to keep the iPad and I'm out in 24 minutes. Well, right. Might that's well. a pretty good deal. Yeah. Except it's a Apple similar can thing. remotely kill it. But yeah, right. yeah, well, if. This is true, which I like the TVs and stuff that had to build that in because so uh-huh. many were being stolen. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, well, this is why you don't steal our product because it's not going to work anyway, because thieves are so smart. They'll be able to tell which TVs have that and which don't. Oh, they all do. They're like, oh, oh, this has the oh, this has a low jack for TVs. No, I yeah. don't want that <laughs> one. Jack. Exactly. Uh-huh. Forgot don't about want- low jack. Uh huh. Now, well, that's there were stories on how San Francisco is not even looking for stolen cars anymore. No. People are doing no. it themselves. Yeah, it's great. Do you take the ing- it's the ingenuity that you can go find your own uh, stolen car? Don't understand what keeps people living there. I really don't. With the stories, I would agree because it seems like, beside the fact that you have some nice weather, it is otherwise hell on earth. Not in San Francisco. That's not nice weather. It's too fucking cold. What, San Diego, you, that's nice weather. You came from um, Minneapolis or that area. How do you think that's cold? It's. I don't want to live there. Like this is true. Ridiculously cold. You moved yeah. down to Texas. Hell yeah, might way better here. AKA Moscow. Yeah, Moscow, Texas. Moscow on the Gulf of Mexico, baby. Mm-hmm. Odessa, Texas. Is that Moscow, Odessa? Mm-hmm. We do have an Odessa here. Yeah. Well, yeah. I've heard that when a Charlie Robinson song, God bless his soul i was kind of bummed when he died was a good uh austin based singer songwriter mm-hmm. yeah let's talk about more people because either they're dead or they will be soon they're dead they will be well this is this this is what unrelenting is all about that sooner or later <laughs> if you're listening to this show you yeah, will we're be dead Deadpool podcast uh-huh <laughs> we do we talk about people and then things happen to them sometimes uh-huh. good yeah sometimes bad that's why we should only talk about people after they're dead. That yeah. way we don't put the curse on them. Exactly. Exactly. Um, but, but the EU, they're going after Musk because they don't like yeah. the stuff that's being posted. And this is very interesting to me because this is still a relatively new technology that's around. Illegal and, information, I think, is what they refer to this stuff as. Uh, well, this well, uh, the EU is gets to decide what they think is legal and what's not they do get to decide that that's what all these countries want to join so badly is to have a non-elected government that gets to decide what is legal thought and what is illegal thought yeah that sounds like an awesome thing to join doesn't it 
And then if it cannot be removed fast enough, then we're going to go after the people that own these. And it's interesting that they're really just talking about Elon right now. And they're not talking about Zuck. They're not talking about Dorsey, who has his new blue sky, whatever it is. They're not talking. They're not even talking Mm -hmm. about Donald Trump, who still owns this. Right. He still has truth social or whatever that is. Mm -hmm. I'm surprised they're not going after Trump because that would be an interesting thing. Like, why not? I think the EU is more afraid of Trump than the U.S. is because they realize that if he actually gets elected, he can literally cut their funding overnight. True. And at this point, the EU is already basically bankrupt. If if our funding was cut, that's it. There, There's people starving literally on the streets. They're like, yes, sir, Mr. Trump, we like mm-hmm. your social media. No, there's nobody posting things we don't like there. Nope. <laughs> but Elon, they think they can get his. Maybe that's all that they just want his money. They do want his money. And I think that they're miscalculating this like a lot of countries because uh, you remember when when Australia decided that Google needs to pay uh, newspapers that yes. it links to because, uh, you know, they're basically stealing the news. And, and they said, Google's well, we won't response do it. was, yes, we will not do it by no longer being accessible in your country. And Australia is like, uh, if Google pulls out and all our, all our people blame us, every politician will be replaced all at once. Yeah. And so I think Europe's going to have to come to that same realization is that Trump, Trump, is that Musk will have no qualms about shutting down Twitter or X for Europe. So, yeah, you guys, you know, you can go on Yandex. Go, go use that instead, Europe. But do you think the EU wants to get rid of all social media? Because the EU the- wants to control shit. They don't want to get rid of things. They want to control shit and get money out of them. And by control, it's like, well, now it's just 100% propaganda because there is no ability for people to post anything they don't like because they just label that as illegal and then mm-hmm. go after them. Yep. Again, this concept of we need to investigate how things spread online. It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Any third grader can tell you how things spread online. <laughs> it's not hard to figure out. It's, you post no. something to TikTok or X or whatever, Reddit. and then people repost how's it. Reddit not been banned in Europe? That's what I'd like to know. Well, there's a lot of questions about how things are flying under the radar and why. Reddit Maybe is people- huge. That That is that. Right, but they're flying under the radar of people complaining about it for some reason. I think it's maybe because it's not as public as Twitter. Because Reddit has way crazier opinions than what posts have post people post on Twitter. There's a I'm, lot of things like that. Yeah, you know when it came down to all the piracy and stuff as well, everybody forgot about Usenet, and Usenet now oh, is yeah. not what it once was. No, but there's no. still a lot of piracy on it. Mm-hmm. And nobody kind of even talks about it because they, they don't even know it exists. They it's don't too like, complicated. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, how does this work? We don't know. So let's just go to the easier. Right. You go to the easier thing that you can understand and try to shut down. And the fact that Twitter is owned by a guy now that can be the new bad guy boogeyman. Well, mm-hmm. we'll go after them. That would make sense. But this is the first time, you know, not absolute first time but you think about this when a lot of these flare-ups happen go back in our lifetime to the 1977 hostage crisis you didn't have the internet you didn't have social media you didn't have live photos live video coming yeah, which, out of these which areas 1977 hostage crisis 
the Iranian hostage crisis. 1979? Wasn't it 77, like, through 79? There was, I well, you're right, 79 was the hostage crisis. Now, 77 was Star Wars. That was a different thing entirely. (laughs) Or was it? But you're right, because it was Reagan coming in 1980 that all of a sudden they were like, oh, no, here, have your hostage. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Sorry, Jimmy Carter, we we loved him. But no, Reagan came in, here's your hostages, got to go. But you didn't have the ability for live video to come out. Now what we have, the most interesting thing to me is now the way people will believe anything they see. Do you know how easy it is to fake, quote, live video coming out of a terror attack Mm -hmm. and it be not real at all, but people Mm -hmm. will believe it? It's, It's interesting to see the effect that this has on the world as a whole because there were some very quick news stories coming out saying that the hamas folks were beheading children raping children all sorts of mm-hmm, things mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and i think most of that turned out to be propaganda not true mm-hmm. and it's because we have the internet and we have this immediate knee-jerk reaction and anybody can create and i'm sure there were videos waiting to go and you're referring, of course, to the Israeli videos that are showing dead well, whether it was Israelis putting out or whether it was a Russian bot farm that says they're Israelis. You know, you don't know where it's coming from. That is the one thing that is true on social media is that you don't really know mm-hmm. the source of this stuff, especially because the way things do spread the original poster of the thing is usually long gone by the time you see it Mm -hmm. because it's somebody that you know that you know that you know that's posted it that's now reposting it because they want to get the views because they want to get the likes they want to get the the dopamine hit for people following them because they're like oh this guy was first but you don't know where that came from how do Mm -hmm. you know where the video comes from it's like you could post a video you could create a video right down there and talked about it the president of israel sent it to him exactly directly he saw it and then was like oh mm-hmm. wait he, was it one of these things where it was like those russian talk radio comedy guys that just <laughs> that faked him into thinking he was talking yeah, yeah. you know I, biden would be very easy to fake out i think i i don't think biden's allowed to talk on the phone so <laughs> they don't let that's of random phones ringing somewhere uh, joe just picks yeah. it up like uh, uh, oh uh, oh uh, ice cream is this ice cream delivery <laughs> but it's Uh like you don't know what's real and we i've been hitting this bell for the last few years that people need to understand not to believe anything they see online and i know that goes against everybody's inter inner workings because they want to be like no no i saw the video it's real it's true it's like you can't tell that anymore the technology is way too good Anything could be made to look like it's happening in a video. Anything could be made to sound like it's happening in audio. And you have to really yeah, but you know be what able they to don't trust the sources. Are the dead people littered all over the city in Ukraine all of a sudden leaning forward for a cigarette break? You can't fake that. When they, when they stand up and uh, take a break, right. Uh-huh. But you can't tell that on the video. If they if they stay perfectly still, that's one of my wife's favorite things to do on a television show when somebody is laying on the table, you know, mm-hmm. dead and for an mm-hmm. autopsy. And it's like, oh, I saw him breathe. <laughs> I saw him move like, yeah, uh-huh. 
Because if they're using a real person there and not just a dummy, they still have to breathe. Mm, do they, though? <laughs> you're like, if you're a good actor, you'll just not breathe for the next two minutes. All right. Yeah, exactly. It shouldn't be that hard. That I mean, blue- what's, what's his face? Who's that magician guy? Didn't breathe for like an hour. Oh, Blaine. Blaine. A lot of people say he's brain damaged anyway, but. Well, yeah, he he's rich. It's amazing. Yeah. He does some amazing illusions. He's frozen in a block of ice for like a, a year or something. That's a, is that just a way to get away from the wife? <laughs> I'm going I'm to be frozen in a block of ice. He's really down on the golf, you know, and a nice yacht. <laughs> Hookers and blow everywhere. Yeah, he's in Mexico. <laughs> yeah. Having a whole lot of fun. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Don't believe what you see. Uh-huh. And this is where social media. Yeah drastically changes how wars and other world events are covered because everything's not filtered through an official source exactly and i mean that's that's a good clarification i think is that it's not like there's propaganda created by joe schmo uploading a photo of a dead kid it's that you can't tell which is the official propaganda and which isn't the official propaganda when there's a lot of different sources and they're all contrary to each other. Whereas in the past we pretended like the propaganda wasn't propaganda, like it was just news, but it was always propaganda. Well, and I think that is the point that if you're somebody that is committing some atrocities, you want to be able to put videos out that makes it look like you're the good guys. Mm Mm-hmm. You have to have that other source so people could go, no, no, I saw it. And it was, that's not what happened. Mm-hmm. And there's no way to stop that now. The internet, you can't, unless you get rid of the internet, you cannot get that genie back in the bottle. Yeah. I don't know how that makes uh, the world move forward, but people fall for a lot of stuff. Oh, absolutely. You remember Q? From Star Trek? From the idiots that got uh, Trump out of office? Oh, Q, right, that Q. Mm-hmm. Not, yeah. not the character in Star Trek Next Generation, which was great, Jonathan DeLance. I mean, one of the yeah, best that characters. A, that was a good character. I yeah. agree. The guy that was the creator, the benevolent, or not really benevolent, I guess, all-powerful character that everybody would, you know, you think you want that kind of power until you realize what comes with it. Yeah, except that he wasn't all-powerful. Because uh, there was a collective, uh, there was a yeah, cute and, collective. And the collective didn't like him, and so they took his powers away. Because he was like Donald Trump, he was like an outsider. Mm-hmm. He wasn't yeah. playing ball with the rest he of the cube. Just like Donald Trump, exactly. Yeah. And everybody just like Donald Trump. Yeah. You know, the more I watch, I'm watching. Uh, have you seen the series Godfather of Harlem? No, I don't. I don't think I've turned my TV on in a month. Well, this has been around for a few years. I've just oh. yeah, finally no, got around no, to watching it. it. But Forrest Whitaker plays Bumpy Johnson, a black gangster back in the 1960s, mm-hmm. you know, the Malcolm X, uh, Muhammad Ali type yeah, years yeah, yeah. in Harlem. And again, the the way the mob works, and it was interesting because you've got the the black gangs, of course, interacting with the Italian gangs. And they normally, as a people, they don't like each other. No. So the, the interactions with them, very interesting, some very colorful language, which I was surprised anybody was still making today. Hmm. That's but, modern. Yeah. Still going Isn't on. Forrest Whitaker, like 60. 
about yeah hmm. but he's still a badass i mean he's the leader he's you badass know, so. come on he was always a fat ass not a badass <laughs> but, uh, wait is that's okay you you're not a badass either then correct um no i'm i'm like a lovable uh you know teddy you bear can't, you can't be a badass fat ass is that what you're saying no you can't that's a great show title though badass <laughs> badass and right there people be like what are they talking about on this yeah, show right right uh badass and then cross out the b and put an f over the top uh-huh. <laughs> that seems like a lot more work <laughs> oh my god yes let's let's not do any actual work yes i mean it's bad enough i have to make you sound good on this show okay let me just remind you that there was a 100 dollars donation received for this show there was from sir howard sir yeah which means you have to do their work god damn it which i have to do the work well i can also uh i mean as long as we can it's about that time anyway we also had 113 dollars and 66 cents from dale jesus what the hell man i know and i wait i pulled up something very especially for dale i'm like you know we need to do something mm-hmm. when, when his donations come in because they're they are plentiful mm-hmm. and they are large yeah so I found this. Okay. This is the Russian Red Army Choir. And they're doing that song. Nice. I mean, where else could you hear the Russian Red Army doing Down Under? Only here. I guess they only did it once on a visit to Australia. Uh-huh. I'm like, how else could we how can like how could we combine the Russian, the Jinnatulev to the uh that's the pretty Australian good. I have thing. not heard this version before. You know, it's like, really, I mean, are the Russian Red Army going to come after us? Uh, Russia does not have copyright, so you're, I don't know why you're worried about copyright here. Oh, well, great then. But we thank uh, Dale for that. And he came in with a note as well. So let me pull mm-hmm. that up here. It comes from a land down under. And it was funny because, I mean, the Russian guys, none of them spoke English, I guess. So they mm-hmm. had no idea what they were singing. Yeah, except English is an official second language in Russia, but sure. Sure. They, they yeah. Maybe they just didn't want to talk to the lady yeah, or whatever. Didn't from didn't uh, Exactly. Which is quite possible. There's a lot mm-hmm. of people I don't want to talk to. I'm like, if I could just pretend I didn't understand the language. Mm-hmm. Like, no, no comprende inglés. No, no, thank you. Yeah. So thanks to our over $100 donators. Remember, if you get to $1,000, you become an oligarch. This is true. And Dale says, hope all is well with you and both stay well as the seasons change. Days are getting longer and warmer down here. Ha ha. So, yeah, they're <laughs> they're going into summer as we're going into winter. Yep. He says, comrades, I was caught in a sandstorm heading for a destination unknown. Nice. That's a song, isn't it? Maybe. Mm-hmm. In hindsight, Sir Gene's health talk was clearly him preparing for his role as supreme leader Jean Jong-un. <laughs> What's the train like? Question mark. Bring some caviar home? Question mark. <laughs> A 1997 paper by Ralph Peters titled Constant Conflict is an interesting light read. Well, yeah, the constant conflict, that is very, mm-hmm. very uh, apropos for what's going on. I mean, both in Ukraine and in israel and he says don't be afraid of tall girls they're all the same height on their back hey oh <laughs> nice stay unrelenting well thank Who are you afraid of tall girls 
I I don't. Maybe you were. I, mean, I don't you know. You kind of like tall girls, and well, of I have no problem with tall girls. I've I've dated plenty of them. I mean, being six foot six, I'm like, hey, Taylor Swift is right about the right height. Uh-huh. As is Adriana Lima. As is Candace Swanapuel. I mean, being six foot six, technically the right height for a woman would be four foot nine. <laughs> hey, <laughs> there's a whole nother uh, visual there. <sighs> but that's why all those Victoria's Secret models were like, well, that's no, no, no that's the right height. Five eleven. Mm-hmm. No, no, that's perfect. Yeah. That is. Well, perfect. I, I, I agree, especially for models. Um, I because here's the. Here's what they can get away with. Tall girls can get away with not being as slim. And uh, this is something that when I was doing photography that I ran into quite a bit is um, uh, it is a lot harder to find a five foot four, five foot five girl that is proportioned very, very model like. Because that means they weigh 95 pounds. Right, right. Whereas a 5 foot 11 girl is 120 pounds, but has the same proportions. And when you're larger, it takes more to you, length you, to height. And it's easier to stay in a more even plane because there's, you know, if, as you would gain, it would be less of a change. Yeah. Because you are yeah, yeah. larger. So, I mean, that, that kind Absolutely. of makes sense. Yeah, Which is why I always, I've always found it easy when I want to lose weight to do mm-hmm. so, because it's, again, the larger you are, then if you really work at it, it's, it you can drop weight quicker because, mm-hmm. I mean, you burn more calories just by walking. Just by existing. Yes. Literally doing nothing, you're burning more calories. Yeah, that's totally true. Your heart just beating yeah. burns those well, calories. Well, your heart's also the size of an elephant, so. Yeah. Right. There, this is also could be a problem. <laughs> but between Dale's 11366 and Sir Howitzer's 100, it's like, well, see, that's it. It's perfect. Now we just, yeah. it's all wiped out. So I, I see you've, you've put out the memo that minimum donation size is now $100. And then we could, we'd have to come up with a, a theme song for you. If you come in with multiple, that kind of seems fair. Uh, but yeah, the $100 yeah. plus donation is definitely appreciated and helps. Well, I mean, sustain. let's face it, it makes for easier math for us. Yeah, and when 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 one of them sends it to you uh-huh. and one sends it to me, then That's I don't convenient. even have to split anything, <laughs> and you don't have to split. Just hey man, works I out. Want, I want half of that thirteen. Oh, <laughs> uh, you got that thirteen sixty six. Don't forget uh-huh. the sixty six. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. But we we did get to split uh, ten thousand satoshis, which is about a dollar thirty four, dollar mm-hmm. thirty five each mm. from CSB, and of course he always has a note. Yes what's the crack darren we'll see that's an irish thing oh, i and don't i don't even know what that references it is in ireland you never heard about the crack in ireland it means like the good times oh no I they call not. it the crack okay. i mean it's c-r-a-i-c but it's they say crack uh, uh, and i right. never really understood it until going to ireland and then hey oh, good good cracking oh sure <laughs> if when it cracks some so, skulls i don't know if it's too soon but i posted a joke on x on twitter an original one i came up with Uh oh are you going to be booted off of there so i had a a photo of the uh palestinian people with guns and i said um uh isn't it time to implement no nonsense gun control in gaza after the largest school shooting event in decades (laughs) did people not like that 
No, I'm 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 the reason I mentioned this because I just saw a whole bunch of likes on uh, on X from it. So people are liking it. Some people still have senses of humor, which is good. Well, and some people will still go, "Wow, you have to put things into perspective." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But uh, CSB says, "What's the crack, Darren?" And then he gives me. I'm guessing this is like a pronunciation for you because there's like it's in that kind of text. It's like Zidrav Stuyvoite gas hodin gene i have no idea what that is supposed to mean I mean, i'm not sure either that doesn't i'm not i'm not sure what language that is i I think it maybe it's rush what what do you get if you're butchering the pronunciation if you mix uh i'll send you here if you mix russian and polish maybe is that what you would get i have no idea oh that means hello uh gospodin uh yeah that is russian it's just fanatic russian and you managed to butcher it nonetheless so yes. it's saying uh hello sir gene in russian well that's very nice yeah i am in search of new specific and either funny or clever cartoon ideas to drop well it's good yes, that he wants either funny that. or clever. i've been giving him a few here and there but um yeah, if anyone's got ideas for cartoons and they can't draw worth a shit themselves, a CSV is a perfect match there. Cause, or you could just get an AI. I mean, that's kind of what I did is I used an AI to do a cartoon and send them the cartoon and said, you could do something like this. He <laughs> says, I will acknowledge your contribution if desired. I mean, there's some things no. you might send that you don't want to be no. No. acknowledged for, but you can submit your ideas through the Fediverse at CSB at noagendasocial.com or via uh-huh. Twitter at CSB. Yes, it's just three letters on X. He's CSB on X. What would that sound like he's on drugs? It sounds like CSB is doing X. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's pretty good, man. I mean, I used to have uh, five letters on, on Twitter, but they got rid of that account. So now I have like 13 letters. Ah, so, so CSB close. Is- and then, what? then we we saw Eric PP. He was uh, listening and streaming along. We appreciate that. But those are the, uh, I mean, we got the big ass donors today, man. Dale and Sir Howitzer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If you want to help support the show, you can go to unrelenting.show. All of the information is there. There's plenty of ways to do it. If you want to use PayPal, if you want to use crypto, if you want to use the PO box, if you want to use the podcasting 2.0 Satoshis, you can do all of that. Unrelenting dot show keep this show viable as we will help you navigate the waters of a very very confusing world mm-hmm. it's a, just the sign i mean i don't know why people would believe anything we say what do you think they do <laughs> maybe I mean, we are more than just pretty faces yeah uh certainly uh we are we are pretty faces, but more as well. I would say I don't want to discount the pretty faces part. No, and in the uh, troll room, which when we do these shows live on Fridays at 10 a.m. Central, it's where you want to be, trollroom.io. The Reverend Dr. Pfeiffer says, if you have an idea and can't draw for shit, pass it on to someone else who can't draw for shit. <laughs> oh, <laughs> wow. wow. Slamming CSV's Slam. drawing style. Yeah, that's great. How much was a donation to say that? He didn't donate at all. That was just well, the what? troll room. That was a freebie. Oh, that was a troll room. Wow. I can't believe you're taking freebies at this point. Wow. Oh, is that a picture of you playing your video games? Yeah, right. <laughs> a, a younger, very this is virile. Me in the gene. 80s right there. Yes. And well, the 80s were a very good year. And this is episode 87. And I'm like, 87 oh, was yeah, a very good year. We are in the 80s, aren't we? 
Yeah. I met my wife in 1987. Did you really? Yeah. Wow. That's a long time ago. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's ancient. I'm not, I'm not going to disagree with that. I mean, I guess I would, it'd be more believable if he said I met my first wife in 87, but right. See, I should have been on like the second or third wife by now. <laughs> by now yeah. yeah. I like that. You've gone uh, through at least two levels of upgrades. Rachel Bilson, the actress from the OC and, um, heart of Dixie. She was on a few different shows. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the girls at the view took some umbrage to what she said in the podcast, which was paraphrasing here that, mm. you know, if you're a single 40 something year old guy yeah, and you've only slept with four women, there's something weird about you. Okay. And they didn't like that. I'm like, but wait, no, this is, this is the way we have always as human beings, I think, looked at things where you're like, well, mm-hmm. wait, you've, you've only what? I mean, you're single and, and, and you haven't. How much is enough? That's the question. Right. What is the like, proper is, amount that's d- without going over and making yeah. you like bad for going too much? Like, is 30 enough? Is 300 enough? Is 3000 enough? Like, what's the right number? Um, the uh, number of Satoshi's 3333 from the Reverend Dr. Pfeiffer, who says, Hail Dale. I guess he he heard you saying, like, how much did he have to spend for that other? And then he decided to come in with Satoshi. So that's beautiful. But the what is the proper amount? Well, for for most guys are like they want their women to have the lowest number possible, but they yeah, want to like have the highest zero number possible. Good. Right. Gene's <laughs> like, OK, how many zero? Well, I'd like to be the first. I'd uh-huh. like to be the one planting the flag on yes. that particular territory. Exactly. And then move on to the yeah, next. Totally. And the next. That's how it works. But if you're a guy in your 40s who had been regularly dating for. I mean, it depends how long you've been just, single. You could be a guy in your 40s that's been married for 20 years. True. And she and made that comment. Which, three. You know, somebody that was in a long, you know, decades long monogamous relationship different. This was just mm-hmm. based upon somebody who has not been in a very long term serious relationship. If you're at that age, then that yeah, would be I like mean, you have the, very the, little. The sort of half joking, half not joking question would be if you've slept with three women by the time you're 40, how many guys have you slept with? Hey, oh. And I guess you'd have to uh, look at that aspect of it as well. Nobody, well, I think it's a fair question because it's uh, you'd have to literally avoid relationships and dating to have just three women you've slept with. See, Brooklyn says he has a high body count stacked him up in the uh, in my 20s. That's what the yeah. most people would do. I would guess. Yeah. 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 Or if you got married early in your 20s, then you wait until you're divorced in your 40s. And then right. you do the same thing Then yeah. you're like, I got to catch up. Yeah. I never got to that point. I got married at 25. Uh, yeah, that's true. You're kind of, you're, you're too late now. I know. You better hold on to this one. I know I'm too old and out of shape now to be like, I get what? No, no. There's performance anxiety now. No. Yes. You, you want me to go? No, I'm just, I just want to lay on my back. I mean, what yeah. work? Why do you think I'm a podcaster? <laughs> oh, no, see now you're 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 hitting CSB's pet peeve with podcasting. It's all a bunch of unemployed basement dwellers. I know. It's not wrong, although my uh co-host on Grumpy Old Benz is now employed. We found that out on the show that dropped yesterday. Mm-hmm. He is working for one of those big corporations delivering oh, he's back at Microsoft. No. No. Oh. No, one of those uh He's he's a delivery driver now. He is delivering your packages. Oh, 
Oh, Amazon. He works for Amazon, one of those big corporations. Yeah. Nice. I mean, he didn't say that name and probably good for not not, uh, pointing it out. Yeah. But he's learning Mm -hmm. that that is physical labor and it sucks. Oh, physical labor versus not working at all and doing podcasts? Yes. Mm, Yeah. So, you know, donate. My brother-in-law has worked for UPS for pretty much as long as I'd known him. He got out of high school, Mm. started working on the dock. Oh, those guys make a lot of money, though. Yeah, he is not hurting for cash. I will tell you that. But he has always been very, very thin. And it's one of those things. I guess this it's one probably a good metabolism. But that or burning 5,000 calories a day by delivering packages. Yes, because he will sit down. He he has been he has been sent home. They had days where they would buy, you know, pizzas for everybody or whatever. Mm -hmm. So, you know, they they buy like 10 pizzas. He was sent home once because he ate like three pizzas by himself. (laughs) (laughs) Like, no, that's enough. It's like, but yeah, you're right. You're burning calories constantly where your body can't catch up. Then you can eat whatever the hell you want. Yeah. And it's like, wow, I wish I could do that. Although I I don't want want to do that hard work. Like old decrepit podcasters like us, I, I, a few days ago, I I don't know, a week ago, I went to sleep and then I woke up and my heel hurt like I twisted it or something. Like, how do I manage to fuck up my, my foot in my sleep? How the yeah. hell does that happen? If you're getting hurt oh while my sleeping. God. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm getting hurt in my fucking dreams. That's pathetic. You go to the doctor. What'd you do? I don't know. I was sleeping. I slept. <laughs> <laughs> well, quit, quit doing that. Yeah, well, you might have to have uh, you might have to be strapped down when you're sleeping, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, just so you don't accidentally hurt yourself. Yeah, and it's like, God, my my neck hurts. What the hell? You don't I have mean, a video camera monitoring your sleep to go with. I know you have the bed that monitors. The bed yeah. can't give you like a CSI 3D rendering of how this happened. I'm, I'm I'm seriously considering getting a CAT scan machine installed over my bed. <laughs> Just so I can have a live view while I'm sleeping to see what all's going on here. See what, what part of my innards has too much pressure. Um, I mean, I wish you could do that. You would die from cancer if you did that. But that'd be cool if you could, though. Yeah, you, you don't want a lot of those scans. Yeah. Well, no, because one scan is equivalent to like five years of flying. Now, which one? There's the one that just uses radio waves, right? Is that uh, is that something a little bit different? It's not well. A, the, uh, the CAT scan is essentially uh, just a, a, a you know a much more high tech X ray um, X ray. The is it the uh, MRI? There's one of them that's mainly yeah. The MRI does not use radiation, but it is fucking loud so yes. good luck trying to sleep within the inside of an mri machine it's not doable even it's, with the earplugs in when i had oh, mine it's god awful and it's just dang dang, dang yeah it's like dang. a hammer beating on your skull and you're inside of a sardine tube where you can't move it's no see that's it, good though because you can't injure yourself if you can't move. oh that's true you can't injure yourself but no i was and it takes like 20 minutes to scan your whole head I, that was some, probably one of my least enjoyable procedures that I've had done is being inside a MRI machine because I did a, I did like a proactive full body scan and, um, 
it, it's it's really cool to look at that shit, but it is not uh, enjoyable to go through the process. I didn't mind it, but well, you're crazy. <laughs> I know my uh, and there are some people if you have any kind of claustrophobia. Oh yeah, yeah. My dad does not, not like to you go inside. Those. Cannot move. Yeah, and yeah. you feel like it's like well, you just feel like yeah, you're. Again, I guess it's just the claustrophobic thing where you just look and it's like there you're like two inches away. It feels I mean, like from basically the, you're in the coffin and they're nailing it shut. That's what it sounds like too, because it's so, so loud. Enjoy, but they blow air through. So if you just kind of close your eyes and uh, and not dwell oh, well, on where God you are, they're blowing you right <laughs> now. If they were doing that, that would be guys would be lining up for the <laughs> for the MRIs. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh. You get blown while you're Whoa. going. Well, do I pay extra for that? No, no, Medicare will cover that. Don't worry about that. And they're like, well, we, we can put some music on for you. Right. And to hear over the. Yeah. To hear <laughs> over the, the extremely loud banging that's happening next to you. And uh, and the cheap fucks. That, this is like not a cheap press procedure, right? I think the full. I can't remember what it was, but it, it, it was at least a thousand bucks. To get your scan done. Yeah. And because uh, the full complement of everything I got was about six and a half grand. And and they so, found out what? Did they find anything that you didn't know I'm before? I'm perfectly healthy, but slightly overweight. Hey, you know what? You would have given me three grand. I could have told you that. Uh, well, you know. So, but they, they had all the machines to tell me that. You would have just lied. Well, I would have pretended but, to have the machines. Yeah, yeah they yeah. would have been made out of paper. You would have mache. been banging a hammer next to my head, just <laughs> right. simulated. Right. I would have put you into a, like a big, uh, big drawer. pot. Put, <laughs> right. put my head in a big pot and then start banging on it. Now, oh, here we go. We're we're doing it. We're doing it right now. It's, don't worry. It will be done. Yeah, fifteen uh, minutes. We'll we'll have all the results. Yeah, fifteen minutes of banging hammers <laughs> on a pot that you're inside of. It's about what it feels like. Uh, but it, it is a uh, fascinating watching that shit because now they've got the 3D software that takes all those different measurements and slices they create and creates a 3D model out of it that you can spin around and zoom into and do all kinds of things. Yeah, and I want to see what the, maybe the difference was I wanted to get answers because they did this when well, I so had. Did I. I want to know why I'm so smart. Right. And they're like, well, there's no brain here. So this must be a computer <laughs> chip. This is all a simulation. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But this is when I had the migraine that mimicked the stroke because my mm-hmm. arm went numb. Right. My whole left side went numb. Yes. And they're like, well, we can see. And it's like, if anything, this just was like, okay, now we can see you didn't have a stroke. So that's yeah. a, yeah, that's yeah. a plus. And luckily haven't had any migraines like that since and i still believe mm-hmm. although i'm not a medical professional we don't give medical right. advice we don't at all ever that it was the fact that i was off caffeine for like yeah. a month or two at the time mm-hmm. and that's why it's like now i have to have caffeine daily because otherwise i believe that if i do get a migraine rather than being i just get the little oral you know fireworks in the field of vision and then feel a little nauseous after it's like well then if i now i heard that there's a migraine solution but you need to get kicked in the head by a mule and that fixes the migraine takes care of everything well it takes care of the migraine 
You could be uh, dead. You, you no longer, well, that's a side effect, but you no longer have a migraine. Right. If you take um, this drug right here, cyanide works really <laughs> yeah. well. Takes care uh, of whatever problems you have besides yeah. being alive. Yeah, it's, uh, it, it works pretty quickly too. You don't, there's not an extensive wait for it. But it was Fortunately, a, it doesn't work on me. So there you go. <laughs> but it was a very weird thing. And it's like, I didn't, it's like, you don't want to experience it. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I think I may have talked about this on this show before when the neurologist came in and I asked, well, if this happens again, how can I tell whether this is a migraine or a stroke? And he's like, you don't. You come in. <laughs> that's what like, well, that's not any fun. No, this is, that's you're describing his money making strategy. I that could be as well. Right. Yeah. It's like, do you got to come in? We'll give you another MRI. Everything will be good. I don't think it was a migraine, dude. I, I think what you had was uh, a small embolism. It, anything's possible, but they did the test. I mean, if it was in the brain, they would have most but likely seen that. No, but that's my point is it passed. But there are people that have migraines that have that symptom, which is it's a very weird thing. And I, the only reason, I mean, I had heard, I mean, back when I was working for, uh, the country artist running that board. I remember somebody of check having a very similar thing. Hey, when I get a mm-hmm. migraine, I get the, you know, left side of my body kind of tingles. And it's like, yeah, you, you kind of think like, well, your arm just, you know, and there's everybody's had that where their hand or their arm or their oh, leg yeah. kind of falls asleep. This was like that, but times like 20 and then it moved mm-hmm. was the oddity is that it moved throughout the body. Cause it started in the, two small fingers on my left hand and that was where i'm like wow that feels a little weird Mm -hmm. and then it moved down that and then i could tell when walking that my left foot was not coming up as much as it should Mm. it was like there was definitely some kind of neurological bad stuff going on Mm -hmm. and whether it was a migraine or whether it was something else happening for a very quick little period yeah it was enough to cause concern. Oh, definitely. I'm, I had something similar feeling. Um, I don't think the cause was the same back uh, at this point. Like, well, you were in Taiwan with the three ago. hookers at the no, same no, time. No, 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 no. I, was, I just came back from Taiwan. I was at home. And so I was sitting behind a computer and uh, I was you know, probably busy playing a video game or something. And, That's a surprise. And uh, I noticed that my left hand was numb and that my arm was starting to go numb and i thought well that's funny and random because that's symptoms of a heart attack but that's obviously not what i'm having i'm still young this shit never seems to happen on the right hand or arm because that you'd be like well that's not a heart attack at least exactly if it's the right hand who gives a shit and and then i started smelling burnt toast and i was like what the <laughs> hell man was your, was your so wife I yelled actually to my burning wife, toast I'm like are you are you making toast right now and she was in the bedroom she's like what what are you talking about of course about? yes i am and in I'm the like, bedroom with I her toy making toast yeah that's about it exactly and i'm i'm like uh you know i think i might need to go to the, the emergency room and she's like, all right, well, call me. Let me know how it goes. Oh, this is when you know your wife really loves you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that should have been a sign right there. This is a few years before I got divorced. But that right there, that should have been a good sign for me. Wow. Wow. And yeah. 
exactly. So, uh, I, uh, you know, I got pissed off at her and forced her to drive me to the emergency room. But okay, you're like, can I get a ride, please? I don't want to <laughs> die on the way. I'm like, if you, yeah, if you don't want me to take your car keys with me while I go to the emergency room, then I suggest you drive me. <laughs> so uh, that got her too motivated to, yeah, because you have to blackmail your spouse. That's See, that may be why they, well, it didn't last all that that's long. That's how it well, lasted nine years. It's plenty long. Wow. Um, yeah, that's long so, enough. So anyway, um, yeah, got to the emergency room. And then, of course, you proceed through a half hour of paperwork filling out because they want to make sure before they give you any treatment that you're sufficiently insured. Well, right. They want to see what kind of treatment you can afford. Yeah, they They're going to give you some run treatment. Your credit card for they want to run your background check and see what kind of credit rating you have. Uh, what's your FICA score before they provide uh, appropriate levels of service? Apparently, my FICA score was too high because they decided, well, I'll get to the point. But so I get in there. The first thing they do is they take all the vitals and they're like, you know, your pulse uh, is like 130. I'm like, yeah, that seems a little high, but maybe it's because I'm nervous. And then they, they said, well, your blood pressure is 185 over 130. You're like, that can't be right. You should be dead right now. And yeah. I'm like, I can't really feel that or anything right now. So I don't know. So they, they injected me with some drugs to drop my, uh, my pulse rate, whatever the opposite of cocaine is, I guess. I'm not sure. Probably uh, metropolal or whatever it is. Something. And, um, and then they go through the whole test of like, what have you taken? <laughs> what are you on? Right. What you like, like, nothing video games and I, caffeine. I'm, I'm a well-paid businessman. I'm respected. I travel a lot and play video games. What else is there? And, um, uh, did an x-ray or I, I can't remember if we did a CAT scan or not, but definitely did an x-ray, uh, of my heart with the, uh, the what do you call that shit the uh nuclear injection thing right whatever it was right yeah they inject you so yeah. they can yeah they get Watch a nice it, clear what, picture they want to see if there, there's any stoppage somewhere they want to see where the blood somewhere. flow is going right yeah nothing all fine everything is good everything's good and they're like well you really should stay overnight for observation and i was like i really don't want to stay here i hate hospitals they suck would you like to die sir? and uh and then my uh, ex-wife was like, well, she was my wife back then, but she was like, oh, you really should stay. What if something happens? And I don't want to well, drive her boyfriend was already over. Yeah, and exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like, I want to send him home. The pizza guy's coming. And, uh, and I was like, oh, God damn it. So I ended up staying. Worst night of my life. No sleep at all. You got freaking plugs and tubes running in and out of your body. You got uh, all kinds of electrodes hooked up to your brain trying to measure shit. Uh, I was like, it literally was the worst night of non-sleep that I had. Couldn't wait to rip all this shit off in the morning and, and check myself out and say, yeah, you know, I think I'll, I'll take the numb left arm over this any day. <laughs> this is not worth it. And, um, you know, as a, a result of that, so it was inconclusive, but they said you did not have a heart attack. So, okay, I guess that's a good thing. No heart attack. Um, and then of course they wanted me back there, uh, like two weeks later to do a stress test where they try and induce a heart attack. So, right. you know, doctors, <laughs> well, that's, yeah. And that's when they do the nuclear thing as well. So you you're, can go you're in. like, we'd like you to jog on a treadmill for as long as it takes that 
you can't breathe. Yes. Yeah, okay. that's what they did Fun. when I went in. And it was with the gallbladder thing. But I love mm-hmm. I mean, people complain about medics, medical uh, availability here in the United States. And I guess mm-hmm. it's just because I'm a tall white guy. Yeah. Well, you're but privileged. I, yes. True. And I guess I have always had good insurance because mm-hmm. when I went in for the gallbladder and it's like, well, I went in with kind of chest pains, which was could very easily have been just a. uh you know what you would you get like your acid reflux when that just doesn't go away the heartburn mm. kind of a thing mm-hmm. so the cardiologist came into the room and he's like yeah we looked at this this and this if it was a cardiac event you know now that we're you know 10 12 hours because it was the next morning after you mm-hmm. came in you know something would have most likely happened by now but if you want to do a stress test we could do that <laughs> i'm like well i'm here i haven't had one in a while well, you know why not yeah well, that's one thing you learn by watching House is that basically the doctor's easiest method of diagnosis is to try and kill you. Right. And, that and also then see what happens. Just put you through whatever test that you can. And it, I mean, I think it was a good thing that my mom stayed. She had surgery on Wednesday to have a little mass on her kidney removed. Mm-hmm. And she's like me, which anytime we go under anesthesia what, coming six, five. Yeah, no, she's not quite that tall. But when she comes out of the surgery, the anesthesia, it's a vomit city kind of thing. Yeah. And they've tried different types of anesthesia with both of us. And it's almost every time if you have to have an operation. That's how I wound up with the AFib after gallbladder surgery, which should have been a nice, easy in and out in a few hours. The vomiting created the, uh, you know, brought Why the AFib on. not eat? what do you mean there was nothing that i mean that was it that's like i don't even know what oh, i was, was vomiting dry heaves yeah oh that's all right then it was well it, it set the heart into afib which was a lot of fun that was i mean i maybe have told that story as well but the nurse was like pushing me out the wife had already gone to get the car mm-hmm. and i'm like as she's pushing me out i could feel my heart doing almost like no i'm having an arrhythmia no you'll be fine i'm like no and then luckily there was the anesthesiologist that came back in Mm -hmm. and he's like let me hear what's going on here and he's like yeah we're gonna get you an ekg yeah and then it was we're gonna get you a room yeah it's like yeah you're trying to push people out the door it's like well that's how andy warhol died i found out after gallbladder surgery went into afib and whatever i guess did not get checked and uh and that can go poorly for some people but the anesthesia, the stuff they put through your system, it's like, yeah, your body does not like that stuff. Well, no shit, Sherlock. Uh-huh. And it's like, that is that is some it, really it, nasty basically stuff. basically brain dead. Yeah, because they don't want you to feel what they're doing, which is good. Yeah, because what they're doing is not really what you think medicine is supposed to be. It's a bizarre it's thing. very barbaric. Yes, and no matter it's using how... power tools on your body. Well, and now they're using just the little robotic things. Oh, that's just, better, though. I, I would prefer that. Yeah, rather than b- the big cutting. But yeah, there's, mm-hmm. so there's like two little holes that, you know, one in her side and one in her ass. I'm like, oh, that's fun. Mm-hmm. It'll be, you'll be having a few weeks of healing up. Yeah, that's, that's better than just cutting a, a, a six inch slit and then sticking your hands in there. Yes. Yeah. We just want to root around, see what we can find. Uh-huh. We have. So, uh, what have should a, I have uh, for lunch? Well, let's see. Before that, Surfer just came in with a 40,000 Satoshi boost saying, oh, Relent. Nice. 
Now, Wait, how do, do I look up my my thing on there? Do you want us to relent? Uh, let's see. I mean, what's interesting is that there are still different, as our buddy CSB pointed out, there are still cached versions mm-hmm. of the RSS feed. And I'm not sure how this works with all these different apps. Obviously, some of them are fucking stupid because <laughs> the the update still hasn't gone through really? and since this one didn't Holy come cow. through because i updated it to satoshi stream for it to pop up when a boostergram mm-hmm. comes in which mm-hmm. is what i was using originally and then i mm-hmm. went to boostbot because satoshi stream wasn't quite working all that well but then boostbot kept disappearing so i went back to that this one didn't come through on satoshi stream so i'm not sure if it's going to be coming through to your albi one if you're listening and you can tell, so how do you? I gotta look up Alby. What's how do you spell it? Alby. Yeah, it's getalby.com. Oh, get Alby. Okay, that is their website. If you have the browser add-on, then you should have that always. Yeah, in I don't the, have browser. the browser add-on. Oh, uh, the browser add-on's great. You should get it. What do I need that for? Because then it all just happens magically. Oh, okay. And then and that's what they use for like for people that use it for a Noster and all that. It it's your logins or all that are in there. But it oh. did pop up in my get LB, so there's uh Yeah, there's but that. that doesn't mean anything. Yours always works. I mean, this is all I'm really worried about though. So I mean, if I you know, didn't get it. I'm not as worried that uh uh-huh. I mean I, I usually find it more humorous when in fact it only comes to me. Well that's yeah, and it usually does only come to you, so yeah. And the reality is with a lot of these one time code, what the hell is this one time code bullshit? I don't know if you have to log in. Jesus Christ. If there is uh on like Podverse, when you're doing a boost, it gives you a, you know, are you okay with this for every part of that boost? So if you really want mm-hmm. to, and you're like, Hey, I want to boost that, uh, hog story show but i hate mm-hmm. that john fletcher i just want it to go to carolyn blaney you could just say no to the one and yes to the other it's a lot of fun mm. but it'll still pop up like hey we'll read it because it's it came through to the show which is why i think you always want to put like the most important addresses for health although maybe that doesn't even matter if it's first i know sometimes if they fail it doesn't you know you want you want the failure to be far down the chain i think but what do I know? Yeah, I, it, I'm not getting this code from Albie. I, I can't trust this shit, man. I'm telling you. It works perfectly for me. It always has. Uh-huh. You should run your own node. I do run my own node. <laughs> How does that work for you? It's expensive. It's very expensive, and it doesn't pay off yet with the amount no, of Satoshi's No, apparently everything, all these fucking channels, are, they don't last long, so. So you just have to worry about what you want for lunch. And you could pay for your lunch yeah. with Satoshi's. Yeah, no. Wait, wait, well, you're in. Come on. You're I'm in, not going to worry about it. Whatever. Fuck it. You're in Satoshi land out there in, in Texas and Austin. Don't everybody like yeah. Satoshi's? Uh, no. That's interesting. I thought everybody would be involved taking it as payment. No. But 40,000 is pretty good. I mean, that is. Uh, what a little over 10 bucks right about 10 bucks i think forty thousand satoshis hmm. okay so we appreciate that surfer i appreciate it even more than gene because he maybe didn't even get it i have no idea if i got anything i don't see anything here it's okay you don't yeah. need the money 
You are independently oh, wealthy oh, businessman. how that works? I, that's I what I've heard. Uh-huh. You are independently wealthy businessman. I hear all of your other podcast co-hosts you've bought Ferraris for and <laughs> Apple Mac Pros and, <laughs> you know, these extravagant gifts. So I'm just probably waiting for Christmas. Are you, you going to have Taylor Swift uh-huh. come do like a yes. personal concert for me? You do a performance for one. Taylor shows up at the front door like Gene sent me. Yeah. Just you like would that. be my favorite person in the world from then on. Well, after Taylor, of course. For an hour. <laughs> yes, for at least an hour. Do you have to sing or can I choose other activities? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What, did, what package did Gene pay for? He is very legitimate businessman. Oh, man. Keep talking. You're going to get banned off our website. <laughs> Out of which website? Uh, the, the, the official one that you buy shit from. They'll be like, no, we will not sell you merchandise yeah, any exactly. longer. Exactly. You're you're now forbidden to purchase any items. I you're didn't even see the full pervert. list. I didn't even see the full list, but last night was the premiere of her concert movie in theaters. Mm. And I did see that they had a popcorn bucket and plastic cup made especially for this that people were already spending big bucks for. I'm like, you people are nuts. That is nuts. But you know, that's what's going to be like. Wow, we're just going to keep spending money. Like, I wonder how much yeah, it is. Yeah, I have no idea. It's not sending me a code, whatever. For the popcorn and uh, drink at the Taylor Swift movie extravaganza. But I'm just waiting mm-hmm. for it. Now that it was in theaters last night, I'm just, the digit off to look today. Because, you know, if it was in the theaters last night and all this stuff is now transmitted digitally, it's like, you know, mm-hmm. it's going to be available for download somewhere very soon and i would still rather just watch it on my tv and for the concerts it's more important to have my onkyo receiver and jbl speakers so i can enjoy the audio quality i I like how you're you're using the brand names of mediocre products that's awesome oh jbl speakers from these are you know and jbl has i will give you this jbl has fallen a long way since 19 when did i buy these 89 mm-hmm. 90 these are the jbl l7 speakers look them up at some point they are beautiful they're about 75 pounds a piece they sound excellent and they're one of my favorite speakers that i've ever heard mm-hmm. and the onkyo receiver i mean those it's a pretty damn clean uh signal you can pass through i mean it's not a macintosh or anything it's definitely not a macintosh I told my wife, I'm like, hey, Macintosh just made a subwoofer. Should I, can I put it on my Christmas list? And she's like, how much is it? And I'm like, 40. She's like, thousand? Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that too much for a subwoofer? So if anybody out there wants to uh, gift me something for, okay, for the what's holidays. Today? What date is today? Today's the 13th, Friday the 13th, October. Uh, Friday the 13th, I got 5,000 sats came in. No, see, so you didn't get it then. That was probably going, it was trying to go to the old one which would be my guess since it didn't go to Satoshi's oh, the five thousand sats was the russian stuff the the pronunciation shit ah from csb yes because that was ten thousand yeah okay so i got that five thousand but i didn't get uh, whatever you're stealing for me right from now surfer it must try your other thing mm-hmm. man because that I must did. be There's what it nothing came to. in the other one at all so that's just shut down so i it's gotta figure out down it's just it, it it's the reason i got the alby is because it's no bueno. the fucking channels are all full csb how does this work who is taking this rss feed and caching it 
that a week later the cash hasn't updated because that seems like bullshit that is and this bullshit. also seems like people could lose a lot of funding well they're not Be- losing it. it's just not leaving the wallet of the person that's sending it well right but people are not being able to receive i guess is a better way yeah. to put it yeah exactly and if the changes are not updating it's like why are you caching an rss feed at all csb mm-hmm. told is he put up on uh, no agenda social which whoever was doing this and i don't think it was podverse mm-hmm. it was, or maybe it was but it's like this you can't you can't cash something indefinitely because things change if you mm-hmm. add somebody else to a split that's not going to see it like this is stuff that should be updating probably every hour at the very least if it's being cached somewhere yeah not just indefinitely a week later but that had to be what happens because it still came through to my end but it probably was trying to go to your other wallet and that's probably like no gene is russian so we can't have that <laughs> we cannot have the russians they are bad I mean, better than Israelis, well, right? I asked, actually posted in Nogen Social for somebody to send a small, like, 300 sats or something donation to uh, just to good old boys to see if I properly added that to the feed. And nothing's in here, so I'm going to guess no. I did something still screwed up there. Well, let me let me take a look at that for you. I mean, while you decide what you want for yeah. lunch, I can take Yeah, while a look. I decide, well, I could do some tech support while I'm looking for lunch food. What should Gene have for lunch? You can just boost us. Let us know what you think Gene should be having. <laughs> this, maybe this could be a new thing. Like you that let people yeah, decide the what you should boost have. Gets to decide what I eat for lunch. Or you let them order your lunch for you. So whatever uh-huh. they order, you eat. I that eat. would be. Oh, now you're kind of you're getting something. Yeah, it's like and then uh, you mm. can you can video it, and just in case it's something like uh, very very hot, spicy, you know, kind of a thing. Ooh, yeah. I don't even know. I, okay, so I see just good old boys, just two good old boys, and yeah. I click that, and yeah. I get a 500 server side error on Podverse. Let me see. What? Uh, yeah, I have never seen this happen before. I did a search, and for good old boys, your show popped up on the list, but when I hit the hit it's the not thing, working. Okay, nice. It's like it gives me a 500 server side error. So let okay. me search for unrelenting to see if that works still. No, I mean, it should. I, it should. I, I it think I know why. Live. It's probably, oh, no, unrelenting's even a five hundred server oh, side error. Well, maybe maybe they don't like my maybe maybe my Podverse. Album. Well, no, I don't think that could be. It's only okay. Now I have to look for no agenda. So let's see if we do that. And uh, or no, that wait. How does no agenda not come up first on the list? I, in Podverse, I typed in know, no right? agenda, mm-hmm. and I get NOA NOA. El mundo nunca importa poco Noah, a brick to your face with Lisa and Noah. Noah news over audio. What? Mm. Why, why is this no agenda not coming up? What's going on, Podverse? I don't like this. Mm-mm. I don't like this at all. Okay, let me just try for agenda. The J agenda. Why? why okay. Why is something called the J agenda? Last episode, October twenty seventeen, coming up before no agenda a that's very weird let me just go then let me go to my podcast list here we have unrelenting grumpy old ben see no no agenda is also a server side error so there's something weird in podverse so i can't even look up your good old boys and see if that's working does anybody have podverse working i'm yeah i'm looking at the rss feed to good old boys and it looks okay but i don't know it could be 
and it could just be cached or something. I only send out the boosts and stuff through Podverse, which LB integrates, you know, together. Yeah, this does not work. God damn guys. So if okay. I can't get to it on Podverse, Podverse is just like no bueno. It doesn't want to give me anything. Yeah. See, okay. Brooklyn says he's listening on Podverse. I mean, I see the live thing comes up, but it's weird. If I go to Podverse FM slash podcast, I click on unrelenting. I get a 500 server site error. That is mm-hmm. like, why is that? It's very strange. That is weird. That you shouldn't be. And it's not like I'm running through a VPN or anything. That's all off since we are. Mm-hmm. recording maybe it's something to do with brave i guess that's always possible that something changed hmm. this is the technology let me try it here it's no, a tech it, segment it's all we have to do the <laughs> tech segment tech every sport. show and i'm still looking for ideas for lunch if you know it doesn't any. even work it doesn't even work in clean uh, chrome so i'm getting a 500 error so i think you should have well we know you like you've been eating a lot of chicken lately you Have don't I? want the rice, correct? You're like you just no. I don't. Want, I don't eat the rice. No. Why don't you just get a nice uh, grilled chicken on pita, little lettuce, tomato. Uh, is that not that too healthy? We had some yeah, really good. We had and also good, I don't need the pita. You don't like? I like the pita. Mm. We had some good food the other day. Ordered some shawarma, and they. Uh, the guy gave her the wrong bag, which was a like triple kebab experience, like a $25 dinner. Mm-hmm. She went back to get the two bowls, the steak bowls. And I'm like, I just keep the other one, too. And it's like, mm-hmm. this was the most delicious chicken. I don't know how they season it, how they cook it, but it was some of the best chicken I've ever had with the spicy rice and a uh, little bit of spicy hummus was delicious hmm. but what should gene eat for lunch and are there any oh okay now here I'm, the 500 error is gone that's good now i can see unrelenting again this is all happening live right on the internet yes it's it's amazing when you're looking at things live on a podcast it is i mean if you're listening live you're getting it live which is why you want to listen to us live mm-hmm. not unlive or undead because then it's a completely different show about we never mean any harm. You're really taking this. Uh, you're really taking this seriously. The Dukes of Hazard theme, but why? I don't even have the ability to boost you. You must have not done something right. Yeah, you, exactly. No, it's it's fucked up. It's, Did you uh, not just look at what we do on unrelenting and what? It's, uh, no, I know what the problem is. I, and, I, I can see what the problem is here, man. It's a uh, it's a problem with Buzzsprout. Oh well, see, Buzzsprout sucks. Well, Adam told me to use them, and I may stop using them. <laughs> so you know, roll your own, baby. I see mine going no, to get that's LB. The worst thing to do. Don't do that. See, at least it's set up now on Podverse. It does show for this show as Sir Gene at GetLby dot com. So it wasn't Podverse. It was another one. And what did I'm sorry to uh, look back here on Surfer? He was via Fountain. So it was Fountain for some reason Mm. is caching. So if you're on Fountain, 
Any donations right now only come to me. You'll only spend half of what you put in. It's a beautiful way. It's a new thing. It's a new promotion we have going here. If you want to support unrelenting, at least the Irish side, then you go to Fountain. You send in all your Satoshis. Keep Gene out of the mix, that bad Russian. And uh, Surly Mofo says, Grumpy Old Benz isn't showing up in CurioCaster since ah. 920. Whoa. He said he did get the new good old boys. Well, the mm-hmm. Surly Mofo, the yesterday was the first Grumpy and Old Benz in like three weeks. So refresh and check that out. Bemrose was on fire. I mean, oh. we had somebody put him out, but he was on yeah, fire. on fire. He's usually barely awake. I know. It's different now. Huh. It's different now that he has a day job. He's I even guess. grumpier. Wait, so are you now. doing the, the show if he's got a day job? Well, he has Wednesdays off, but he was so, and I wasn't home because I was at the hospital all day on Wednesday. Of course you were. But he said he was so wiped out from doing the physical labor that he was not ready to do a show on Wednesday. So support wow. that angry tech news. If you want to help Ryan Bemrose and really more so, if you know somebody that could hire a programmer, then give him a gig. Hmm. Let him do what he was meant to do. I mean, and besides laying naked on the couch, mm-hmm. which is what Gene likes to do while playing space video games. Everybody's got their own thing. Uh, get out of my house. Get out of my house. That's get off my lawn. So same difference. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah. So here's for people that may care, although you probably don't. Um, so. I followed the instructions from Buzzsprout, the host that I use, which add the- generally has been pretty damn good to add the uh, podcasting 2.0 value for value token thing. And by following the directions, it does not work because it, it basically added the shit that I put in there after uh, what's the process called it. It basically converted all the brackets and less than greater than kind of stuff. Oh, it didn't put it correctly into the RSS feed. So in the RSS feed, it put it in symbolically rather than the actual stuff. So no, that didn't work. So I just sent them a nasty message saying, what the fuck? And honestly, you know, the process is so goddamn automated right now that there's nothing that it does uniquely so i may end up just switch to have the darren host company hosted for me and then uh manually roll it as it were it works Uh, i mean surprisingly it works because i've never been on a podcast host i just kept using the host i had for websites before podcasting i was like we just add this yeah sure no problem yeah yeah yeah. and it, it it's i mean that's what i used to do back when i had my original podcast back in 2007 it's just self-rolled on a on a site um but the, back then you you actually had uh tools like what was the thing called um it was like an rss cleaner <laughs> right right basically. God, what was it called? clean feed no, that's what we're using for the audio here. Oh, you're right. No, what was it called? It was something feed, maybe something. Yeah, I can't remember. I, I know what you're talking but about, it, but it I basically don't let what you let you point it at an RSS feed, feed burner. Feed burner. Yeah, yeah, that's why I use feed burner. It pointed at an RSS feed. It would clean it up, standardize it, add some shit there if you wanted to add some shit, 
And then that officially was my podcast feed was through clean feed burner. Do you remember that or somebody say it? No, I remember that. Okay. Because that was the way you used to do it. Yeah. Yeah. And it would, yes, it would, I don't remember exactly what it added to it, but it was, it was one of those services like, well, if you're going to have an RSS feed, you mm-hmm. may as well use feed burner. Cause we'll yep. do this, this, and this. Yeah. I'm sure they weren't using you for all the data that you were putting through yeah, their system. Exactly. <laughs> as you then learn that the cares? data. It's all public anyway. Uh, CSB says, yes, individual apps are caching in podcast index. It is correct. So, yes, it's in individual apps like Fountain yeah. that obviously aren't updating mm-hmm. the RSS feed, which is very bad. That's That's weird because you would think if it's updating it to pull the new episodes, why wouldn't it update it? But you may want to put in a support ticket to him. Be like, hey, Fountain, hey, you know who, CSB, you know who's with Fountain. I think he sent them already a message. No. I mean, if CSB notices the problem, he will tell the software folks. That's true. CSB's good at that. Like, it is not working. This is keeping Gene from being self-programmer, self-funded dude named Podcaster. I mean, honestly, I, I probably this may be the kick in the ass that i need just to stop paying for feed hosting and just go to my own hosting yeah i mean i looked and have looked at buzzsprout and these other Mm -hmm. companies as they've popped up yeah and i've never really seen anything that they're offering yeah that makes me want to spend more money (sighs) to have a service that seems like it's a little bit more restricted yeah well, I, I'll tell you the reason that I went with them originally when I started Sergene Speaks was because they were one of literally like three companies that were supporting the podcasting 2.0 feature set, um, meaning mostly inclusion of images and um, the uh, the text in the podcast, uh, the transcription. So most of the other companies doing hosting, we're not supporting those yet. Right. And so and now everybody wants, and to. I mean, Adam literally told me, I use these guys. They they're, they're using all the podcasting 2.0 stuff. Now that you can just run it into your Adobe software and just give mm-hmm. me a transcript. Boom. There it is. Oh yeah. 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 That's all, it's all good. So there's probably, yeah. Cause I'm paying like 40 bucks a month for, for a podcast podcasts. nobody's listening to for two podcasts that apparently can't receive any money <laughs> <laughs> well that makes it a whole lot less fun uh-huh uh-huh well but, and i i mean i don't i don't care about the uh sir gene speaks not receiving money because i haven't put out a new episode in like six months but i'm still paying for the podcast still but, there still there yeah, for people that want to listen there. to it so although, i probably find it i probably will migrate it then there's that's a good point you bring up that way yeah. you have full control. And as long as you have a clue of what needs to be done, yeah, that's really what these podcast hostings sell to. Hey, mm-hmm. you, you have no idea how to put up a website. We'll do mm-hmm. everything for you. And that's great for some people. Yeah. And they don't mind the restrictions that you have. And I know it was driving a lot of people nuts when the podcasting 2.0 stuff started popping up because you need to put something extra mm-hmm. in the rss feed and if that is not an option on your podcast host you're like wait yeah why can't i do this yeah where if you own the server you can do it and yeah. there are people that have put out 
things on WordPress and others there that you can yeah. use to post the well, things. Well, and that- I know um, Todd, uh, what's his face? Um, Todd, what is his last name? Good old Todd, what's his face? I don't know which you Todd know you're I'm talking, talking about. about. The, no, they, he's got the, the other hosting company. The, it's, not, it's Blueberry. Blueberry Todd. Uh, they're the ones that make the, uh, the WordPress extension. Yes. Well, um, there are other people that had them that worked with the blueberry on WordPress. Cause that's what I used to publish most of my podcasts. Mm-hmm. Yep. And there, you can make your own. It's just, you're adding something into the RSS feed. That's literally all you're doing to change it, to add the, the funding possibilities coming mm-hmm. in. But what I didn't like were the people that created those and then blueberry now and mm-hmm. i get it they need to make their money don't get me mm-hmm. wrong but they force a percentage so you go and you put your information in for the sats and it's like well if you're going to do this using our software mm-hmm. we're taking three percent or something like that and it's like i'm not saying that's necessarily unfair for what they're providing mm. but it's really not value for value if you're forcing me to do it mm-hmm. and i so guess maybe they, the power plus press plugin does that or what i believe so yes i mean at least oh. it did when it first came out i haven't looked recently oh. i still use PowerPress, but i don't put my information in in their interface oh, every time it manual. upgrades i just go cut and paste it back into the rss feed i think which means i have to turn off the automatic updates on it but it's no big deal because once a week when i update the podcast Almost every time there's a new blueberry update and then I just do the update, then paste the information back in for the streaming Satoshis and such back into the RSS feed. Mm. But that way it's like, okay, I'm a cheap bastard. I don't have to pay the extra 3%. Would I pay the 3% if it was, Hey, put your information in here and then decide if you want to give us something or not, then I might even give them 5%. Mm-hmm. But it's that if you use our service, you're paying this. I'm like, no, I can just do it for free. Hmm. This is the way people look at all this stuff. Is it rational? Probably not. Is it predictable? Most likely. Yeah. So how much is the plugin? It's free. Mm-hmm. I mean, you just add that into WordPress. They do not charge for that. So I'll give them credit on that one. They don't charge you to use their plugin in order to run your podcast using WordPress with their plugin. And Mm. you can also use cold acids thing that he is working on. Now he is curating, I guess is the right word. Yeah. Which is what I'm, it's a very uh, bare bones, but it's what I use for the rock and roll pre-show where I don't really need a lot, but he uses it on, his rare encounter podcast Mm -hmm. and it is another just easy to use it's called the podcast generator Uh, and what is it's always hard to find the link to here podcast generator the configuration where is the like add a link cold acid that's the one thing you should do for this uh, (laughs) is let people get easily get back to where is the main page on uh, where you can download the podcast generator? It's like you should you should have that. It's got like podcast generator news and it has, you know, 
version 3.29 is out which was last year in november so it's been a while since an update but you click on that and it doesn't take you to csv just put a tweeted a uh, a new cartoon on x no and i I see it on uh with the the two agenda social too Mm -hmm. it's as our podcast is going on as he is imagining what it looks like i mean it's you know it doesn't look like either one of us, but it's uh, supposed We're to be I think. much better looking. Yes. Although I am wearing a white t-shirt, so that's pretty funny. How did he know? I know, right? I'm wearing actually a uh, Krusty Burger black t-shirt. So, I oh, mean, yeah. there's that. Oh, yeah. Krusty the Clown on it. Yeah. No one's ever heard of that. You know, anybody that watches The Simpsons has. Mm-hmm. It is on uh, GitHub. So just do a search for podcast generator 3.29. You'll go right to GitHub. You'll see the curator is cold acid. And it's easy to install. And you can add very easily whatever you want. There's just a box there for anything you want to add into the RSS feed. So again, it's a manual editing thing. But what I like about that is most of them, and I don't know if Blueberry's any different because I haven't looked at it recently. But you can put as many entries as you want into the podcast generator one, which means instead of just putting the next show in, I usually put the next month in. So that way, some of these that show you upcoming shows, it's like, mm-hmm. oh, you'll you'll see every one of those in mm-hmm. the coming soon. Where some of them only allow you to put one. Well, I'm going to have to just try this after the show. If anybody can help Gene with some more technical things, just go to the good old boys.com and, and he's never meaning any harm. Sometimes That's it right. happens, but he never, <laughs> never means never any mean, harm. Never meaning any harm. Exactly. All right. did, all did, you did never anybody saw. come up with my food uh, question here or what? No, nobody is even offering it. what the, you should be eating. Well, I people. mean, a big Italian beef, that would be good. Loaded up with carbs. Uh, a no pizza carbs. load up. You know, no, wait, no carbs. And then no you're just carbs. looking you're looking for just meat i'm looking for chicken i'm looking for that steak i'm that looking for hamburger i'm It'll, looking for them. barbecue I'm like, like a turducken you want good. like you want like a chicken breast wrapped in ground beef wrapped in a yeah. filet mignon uh-huh i do season just right no yeah, potatoes where, where do i order those because you uh you don't want the carbs so no potatoes no. Mm-hmm. i think they have a fake potato made out of meat now <laughs> wait who who's doing this? What kind of technology is this? A fake potato made out of meat? Yeah, it's 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 uh, made out of meat, but it's simulating the texture of a potato. I will say I like the uh, rice that's made out of cauliflower. It's an interesting way to go about it. Yeah, it sounds very fruit loopy. Yeah, but then you don't have the carbs. You kind of have a ricey type uh, yeah, substance. Yeah, you do. Well, cauliflower has carbs, dude. Well, not the same amount of that rice would have in it. No, it's a lot less nutritious. Well, yeah, but who's talking about nutrition? Mm-hmm. Just have something. It's just, come on, just, just splurge. Go get yourself a big pizza. And uh-huh. then don't eat the crust. Uh-huh. Just scrape off the innards. Mm. Where are you ordering from? Oh, I mean, actually, I know you're, you're not, not even in this cartoon. I just noticed that it is. Is it just you? It's not. No, it's what's his face? Uh, Bemrose. Oh, no. Bemrose, and uh, I'm pretty sure I'm the one saying, dude, you're shattering angel traditions of podcasters being gloriously jobless. Or maybe that's you. I don't know. 
And I liked it. Maybe uh, that is you. Comrade Christopher Battles added a spoiler alert to his, uh, I'm wheeling around Amazon's latest. And you know, here's the thing that Ben Rose is going to hate about this. Because mm-hmm. it actually is Amazon. That's what he's going to hate about it. Well, no, no, that that's fine. Cause he kind of uh-huh. let that out of the bag. But in this cartoon, he looks very much Leo Laporte-ish. I know, right? That's, that's what well, that... CSB really likes Leo Laporte. That's like his favorite podcaster. Dude, you're shattering the age-old transitions of us podcasters, gloriously jobless creators. Yeah, because that definitely looks like you with the it beard. It looks more like me than you, but I, it may be you. Yeah, I don't have the big beard. I've never had more than no, just the little, no. the little goatee. And I have at least a little hair on the sides. Yeah, I, I mean, Bembrose is not clean shaven either. No, he might be now. Well, maybe. Yeah, he may be now. This was he's imagining what a podcast between you and Bembrose would be like. And there are a few of those. <laughs> We've done a few. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The ramble on episodes of unrelenting <laughs> or grumpy old Ben's. Hey, man, just I don't think three and a half hours is rambling on. <laughs> a lot of people would disagree with that mm-hmm. one. So uh, you have to order your food because I know you can't make it yourself. You don't have anything in the fridge. You don't have anything in the freezer. I have ketchup in the fridge. Um, I have some (laughs) apples. I have an iced tea because the whole fridge is filled with iced tea. Are you out now? That's a different fridge. That's the iced tea fridge. Wait, (laughs) I know what? I I don't believe you're lying. I believe you do have an iced tea fridge. Fridge for iced tea. Yeah, of course. Which explains how you can order the twelve bottles at a time. Yeah, fifteen. That need yeah. to be refrigerated. Mm-hmm. It's the iced tea fridge. Now, this is yeah. first. You want to know why people don't donate to this show? Because <laughs> they're like, this asshole has a separate fridge <laughs> just for his iced tea. That's uh, why. That's so, not unusual. Lots of people do. <laughs> Everybody that has a fridge for their iced tea. Would you please stand up? Let me know. I want to know if anybody else has an iced tea fridge. Now there's a show title as well. Icy fridge. Uh huh. <laughs> it's almost as good as big I'm ass sure fat Ice-T ass. Ice T has an iced tea fridge. <laughs> oh wait, are you hanging out with Ice T now? Uh, no, no. But I'm pretty sure that he does. That would be a podcast I would totally listen to. You and I Ice-T. used to listen to his podcast. I I rather enjoyed it. Well, he's got a really good voice. He does have a good voice. He's got interesting stories too. I would assume yes. Yeah. I mean, there are people that tell stories that you're like, no, that can't be true. Yeah. Yeah. Coming from Ice-T, you'd be like, yeah, I believe that. Yeah. No, he's got, he's got good stories. He's, uh, it's always fun to listen to. That's what podcasting is good for. Hearing stories from a wide variety of people. I mean, I heard your new book is going to be a lot of personal stories from you, or at least allegedly the Peterman Chronicles. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. There's a rumor. Did you see Jerry Seinfeld kind of hinted very recently, like within the last week or so that they've been talking about fixing that ending of Seinfeld. So there might be, there might be some more Seinfeld. They kind of didn't fix it with the Larry David version of the last episode, but they're saying maybe, maybe there's still something to come, which would be interesting because weren't they? Yeah. They were put in jail for X amount of years, right? That was yeah. what is. Have we gotten to that point where X amount of years have passed? Well, I thought they addressed all this on the Larry David version. I didn't see that. 
You should watch it. I've it's, never seen the Larry David a show. Couple of are you kidding me? I've never seen Idiocracy. What? No, but you're, I've seen Godfather of Harlem. I don't know what that is, but if you if you watch, uh, I think it was maybe five years ago now. They, uh, you know, Larry David was the guy that actually created, created Seinfeld, it, right? And so, wait, wait, it's ago, his father. He created Jerry Seinfeld. He created the show. Oh, the uh, show. And um, on that season, the central plot of the season of Curb Your Enthusiasm, which is Larry's show, is that he ends up accidentally talking his way into saying that he's gonna redo or, or to put out a final episode of Seinfeld. I think I can't remember if he was talking to a date or somebody else and like he was using that I, I think as an excuse um is that he's gonna you know like oh yeah I'm I've been you know busy working on trying to get this last new new right, so like you about. talking to the Australian girl on the plane like uh-huh, I'm an author. Uh-huh. I'm an author. Uh-huh. Yeah I'm working on a book. Uh-huh. Yeah. Hey man I did talk you know, you saw that video I sent you right I did. Yeah. She's, you know, all right. And, um, and then of course he realizes now he's got to actually do it. So he, Oh, I know what it was. He was trying to get back with his ex-wife and he kind of told her that he was kind of sort of thinking of putting her into that final episode of Seinfeld. And, um, then he has to convince the gang, you know, Jerry and the rest of them to do a show to do (laughs) another episode and they're all at first like very apprehensive about it and then but of course eventually he talks them into it and then you have uh two episodes which take place on the seinfeld set which is fascinating because it is literally seinfeld but like with updated kitchenware right because they had to do that yeah because like he wouldn't have the same fridge that he had 20 years ago so he's got a, you know, a new stainless fridge and, but they the layout's AI, the same, the, the, no, the, come on, these people have money. <laughs> they, they have the, the furniture's kind of the same, although some of it is newer, some of the same, I think Larry's bike is still sitting there in the corner and it's just, you know, it looks realistic because it looks like just, you've been gone for 20 years and then you're back in in uh jerry's apartment yes which would be great if they just wanted to do another two five ten episodes Mm -hmm. just do an update well they're ready then with the well they they did one but it was really hard for them to pull this shit together because most of it has either been sold yeah it's gone or it's like the merv griffin remember the merv griffin uh set that uh, kramer puts into his apartment yeah 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 Yeah, exactly they They don't have to be the same right there but the reality, though, is they could just recreate anything. Well, they they can, but um, you know that that's harder than just taking shit that's sitting in the back lot storage, right? Uh, but they did get an awful lot of this stuff, and and what was interesting in watching the behind the scenes of the episode, which is behind the scenes of, of the, the new scenes. Seinfeld, was that the reactions from the guys were totally genuine because. It was the first time that they were seeing the set 15 years later. And like, there's a lot of, you know, uh, big smiles on people's faces and was like, wow, I remember this, you know, that kind of stuff. 
So, so if was, you had it, Seinfeld it was pretty talk, and then there was an actual like they did a, a whole episode of Seinfeld. Well, there you go. If you had Seinfeld talk, Taylor Swift, Bill O'Reilly, all of these things on your bingo card, you're a winner today. Oh yeah, totally. CSB just sent another thirty-three, thirty-three, saying just testing if Fountain App is still caching fucking old splits. Yo, let's take a look there. CSB from csb.lol. Put a www if you're old fashioned. Uh, yeah, I got nothing. Oh, I love you, CSB. Keep sending me the splits. <laughs> it's Fountain. He'll let Fountain know. He will get that fixed. Uh-huh. I guarantee. I will put money down that by the next episode of this show, Fountain will be working as it should and not cashing. I'm really surprised that they bother cashing it. Like it, it, it's more work to set it up to read and store the value than it is to simply read the value every time you read in the RSS feed, which should be every episode. You would think, I mean, maybe it's because if somebody has boosted before that is, that's even worse when you're dealing with something that is Yeah, but doesn't like some shows like No Agenda have yeah, a split every for time, the yeah. artist every time? So yeah. if yeah, you're cashing that works. shit, then you're basically sending money to one guy for all the artwork all the time. Right, one show is the one artist that won that yeah. show that's and he's being like, cash. Shut up, shut up! Don't say yeah. anything. Be quiet, guys. Keep the gravy train rolling in. Uh-huh. We want thousands of dollars coming in for the art. We want the gravy. The gravy mm. is good. Hey, that there you go. Did you something. win art once? Did you get any money for it? It was like five bucks for oh. the for the week. So you did get some. So but yeah, I've won it, over, yeah, you would have gotten probably six bucks if this app was working right. In the history of No Agenda, I have cleared the hundred amount of 100 artworks that were chosen to represent 100 artworks what yeah yeah the one year i figured you meant hundred dollars you got out of it no one year i had the one uh, which was the best year nobody will come even come close which is kind of like i'm like i can retire now because it's a record that will last in Mm -hmm. uh just a few years ago i won 33 of the artworks and you figure it's what they do a hundred in four shows Mm. a year I won 33, baby. Hmm. That's how good I am. Wow. Which is why we never change the artwork here and unrelenting. Yes. We never do because Darren doesn't want to do any work. Because it's like Seinfeld. They changed, like maybe they did change the intro every show. There was a little bit of a different music, I think. It wasn't always the exact same. Hmm. We like work. Did you figure out what you're ordering for lunch? So people, I mean, otherwise, if we leave it here, people will be like, what did Gene have for lunch? I know, right? Well, I, I'm still waiting for suggestions, so I haven't ordered anything because I'm waiting. Well, then just go with a big bag of dicks. Big bag of dicks? All right, if you say so. Bemrose loves that. Well, we all know he loves a big bag of dicks. He talks about it on one show. Did he? Yeah. Yeah. Now, do you like the spotted dick or the regular dick? <laughs> In his case, Dick's is the name of a drive-in with burgers in that, and they just say, go get a big bag of Dick's. Oh, I see. I've never had Spotted Dick. I've seen it in the can, though. I have had Spotted Dick. It's rather good. i was gonna say there was no better exit point than (laughs) right there Uh uh-huh that's perfect